Mark, thanks for joining us on Live on Web. You're welcome, Eugene. Thanks for having me here. Uh, tell us a little bit about you know what you do and your firm. What I do with the National Transportation Institute is I primarily focus on the private fleets, uh, private fleet driver data, compensation packages. Uh, NTI was founded in 1995, and it was founded on putting together strong benchmarking for truck driver compensation. Uh, we work with all, a lot of for hire fleets, a lot of private fleets, equity analysts, and anybody in the, in the stock sector. So touch on that. Uh, big data, that was a big topic of conversation at the conference in Nashville. Um, what is the impact that big data is having on the industry? Well, big data, you know, you, you, if, you, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. And that's really what the, the, the scope of the, the big data conversation was. Um, there was a carrier that, uh, that talked about big data and how they used it, and it ended up saving them about $500,000 annually. Um, because they were able to utilize big data and their uh, systems to be able to manage what their pay increases or decreases were going to be, and they put it in, in a better perspective. What is this big data, and what does it in, entail, and how does uh, these uh, your subscribers, uh, your clients, how do they read it? How do they well, utilize it? Yeah, yeah. I mean... Our, our, our data comes in, in, in formats, whether it's uh, uh, Excel format, for example, and, and as well as the, the long history that we have. Um, we have been, uh, again, since 1995, we have been gathering uh, truck driver pay and pay packages since then. So for 21 years, we have a lot of history. And they are, they're able to utilize that history very, very well uh, even if it's current, um, we do have a lot of current information as well as, as, as well as the history. And that helps them put together packages that really um, puts them in position to know where they're at against their competition. Um, are there trends that you can uh, share with us in big data and how people are um, managing it or just trends out there in the industry? Yeah, the trends, you know, the, the, the trends with uh, a lot of the um, sectors, whether it's uh, private fleets or, or uh, for hire fleets, you know, they're looking at various trends to help them uh, really look at it, whether it's per diem or detention or uh, or incentives or bonuses. Those are the, the trends that we are seeing primarily with, uh, with the big data. Talk about your takeaway from the conference in Nashville. You know, what kind of feedback that you get from people who were fortunate enough to enjoy your panel and also your perspective and what you came away with from the conference. Well, you know, I came away with a, a, a lot and, and I guess one of the things that that I'm seeing the, you know, a lot of are the the inconsistencies with the schools, the whether it's a carrier school or a, or, a, or or a school for truck drivers, or we call it a CDL mill, where they're just inconsistent with uh, running the drivers in and and not really preparing them for what the what the situation is. 
you know, there was a lot of conversation on, on four hire fleets and their, their aging workforce and, and how some of the four hire fleets may have to be nervous about that. And I'm not sure if that's really the, the proper take on that, only because uh, with a four hire driver, um, there's, they don't necessarily like to do a lot of labor. Private fleets, there is a lot of labor with a private fleet. And that's really the, 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 the take that I have is the schools and the private fleets are probably going to become more and more uh, of partners. And, and with the millennials, um, we have to find a way to adapt better. And private fleets have adapted very, very well to a situation that uh, merits a new millennial type driver uh, to come into the system because they're home daily, they have uh, you know, shorter haul, shorter length of haul, and it's a little more physical. The, you know, they, they have more physical labor. Now, the, the drivers that are aging on the private side, will they go to the four higher fleets? Maybe, you know, there certainly is a, a, a good notion that that could happen. So that is uh, uh, my take on that. And then, um, and, and I think that along with that, the, the, the people that I've, that I've spoken to aren't necessarily talking about raising their driver wages. What they are looking at, though, is how do they manage it better? How do they compare themselves to the competition and just benchmark it better? Okay. Uh, and, and then, again, to circle back, that's where you come in and by providing the data, they're able to identify, you know, how to best uh, pursue that avenue. Yeah, that's right, because one nationwide pay package doesn't work much anymore. Uh, the days of, all right, you're coming in at... Uh, 39 cents a mile, no matter where you live, those days are kind of over. And, and so you have to look at various markets. And every market, we look at all of the markets uh, throughout the industry. We call it our city-centric data. And it, uh, it really provides a clear picture of that specific location. And you'll find that uh, the East Coast for four higher fleets pay a little bit more than the Midwest. Um, the West Coast pays a little bit more than the than the Midwest for um, private fleets. So each kind of each each type of business is just a little different. Um, and if we can wrap this up, Mark, um, tell me, um, you know, with what we talked about and what your provide your services and what you see out there. Uh, notwithstanding that, we there's still this call, this urgent call to get new drivers in there and the industry is clamoring uh, for the need for drivers. Uh, is this something, you know, give me your perspective. Is this something that is solvable? Um, you know, where, where do you see uh, the, the, the driver shortage situation five years from now, 10 years from now? Yeah, it, it, it's what is probably the most interesting and if as you did, attended our, our seminar, um, it showed that though there have been a lot of pay changes recently, um, they've only kept, they've only gotten back to the 2005 inflation rates. Okay. So though um, we've seen a lot of increases, they're really not that great. So pay has not kept up with inflation. So um, if we can look at that in a different way, 
then we can then we can get uh, more drivers attracted to it. The other part is I feel is the culture. Um, with the aging workforce, um, kind of looking at retiring, and then you have the millennials coming in. Um, we as uh, industry have maybe not been fast enough to adapt to the millennials and what they want. Uh, I can recall a uh, a lot of uh, scenarios when uh, I was an operations manager for a large uh, refrigerated carrier. Uh, the culture in in internal culture may not have uh, been exactly what we needed to have in order to manage a millennial. You know, it was why are you doing this? And well, you know, this is what we have to do to make sure we retain the driver. So you kind of have to look at it differently to manage that culture internally as well as. What are you going to do to attract and retain that current driver that you have? Mark, those are very excellent points, and thank you for sharing your insight and perspective uh, live on web at Transport Topics. You're very welcome, Eugene. Good seeing you again. Likewise.